Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the Film Alchemist podcast, the show where we break apart the movies we love to find out what makes them so magical. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, joined as always on my all-consuming, self-destructive path to right wrongs and take revenge, my friend and co-host, Alex Dandino. <laughs> See, I was way up here. I was almost getting to like Macho Man pro wrestling level. That's and my, then you just brought it way the fuck down. That's my revenge voice. Revenge. Oh, see, I'm going to have to take revenge on you if the audience can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I cannot wait to do this month. This is so cool. I love this one. Yeah. So the theme for August, our monthly theme, the pod takes revenge. So these are all movies that prominently feature as their main narrative a character seeking revenge on someone or something, as it were. Uh, Alex, what do you... I mean, obviously, some of the best movies of all time. There is no shortage of movies to pick from. I know the audience is going to have a million suggestions as to the ones we missed, which we want all of your suggestions because we always pick a bonus one from them. Yes, please. Uh, What do you love so much about revenge movies revenge movies to me are always awesome because they speak to the very basic notions of humanity if someone wrongs you it, it, it's this great thing about the id like if someone wrongs you in this polite society we generally don't take it out on them we say well they've wronged me whatever this is a, these are great movies because what they are is someone has wronged me i am fucking going after that motherfucker and ruining their day like that's that's what's so great about revenge <laughs> movies is they express they express the id and that like there is there's something that's so important about that to, to I think the just in general that there's no way not to love a good revenge movie like it's such a simple through line and I think that's the other thing I love is as far as writing goes whenever you see a revenge movie the more comp like and there's some more there's revenge movies that can be more complex but there's no reason for it. Revenge movies are plain and simple. Someone did me wrong. I'm going after them. Like, that's all you need to know. And that's how you can engage in those kinds of movies. I love revenge movies. Yeah, it's it's so funny, right? Because I, I think most people in society never take revenge on anything, right? Not a chance. I think most of us, in especially today's modern society, right, we understand the concept of, you know, the law of eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind, man. Like, right. we understand that. Revenge is almost never... What I love about revenge movies, too, is revenge is almost never the healthy choice. No, never. It's it's a character has hit the end of their arc, and now they're saying, fuck it. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is house money time. I don't care if it's over for me, because yes. I died back there. Yeah. Now it's time to fucking have at it. Like, you see, you see people lose everything and... and even beyond things in people, right? They lose their ties to reality, the, the the safe worlds that they've created for themselves. And anytime when you can show me a movie about someone fully untethered, right? They have a goal, and especially in revenge movies, a self-destructive, um, unhealthy goal, but they're untethered. They're unbound. They don't have these restrictions of, oh, well, I might get in trouble. Yeah. Oh, this is against the law. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. Like it's it's everything on the line to achieve this goal. I always think that is fun, man. The the lo- the more away from the day to day shackles, if you will, of our polite society, you yeah. can take a character 
It's always fucking fun. It's just always fun to watch someone let loose because especially with revenge movies, there's so many different versions of revenge. I think that's the thing we always think about. It's always the thing you don't think about is like so often we watch like movies like John Wick. Like John Wick's a great movie because the first John Wick is very simple. Someone killed your dog. You're going to go murder them for killing your dog and for ruining your house. <laughs> By the way, that might be the most universally like appreciated motive for any revenge movie yeah i think there's i think most of us are like uh some people are pieces of shit but a puppy are you out of your mind it might be the only movie that has ever come out where people are all everybody in the audience is like like those guys deserved it like no question like that's like (laughs) like killing a dog is just so inconsequentially wrong like it does not matter who you are you believe that's wrong and you will gladly watch the person who did it suffer but like, it's also great because that puppy totally personifies purity. Yes, it personifies everything good in existence, and that guy's like, oh, I'll fucking murder it. Yeah, and, that's, <laughs> and then yeah, you're like, let's fucking do it. Yeah, like that's what's so great about those kinds of movies is again, like the simplicity of revenge. But then, the simplicity of revenge is only countered by the complexity that the revenge can take. Like, you can simply say, I'm going to kill this person, but like. There's a hundred people in front of me that I have to go through. So I'm going to go through all of them. Either do it as a straight line or you can zigzag, whatever you want to do. But that's what's so great about revenge movies, too, is that the complexity the revenge can take is so cool sometimes. Yeah, well, it's like you said, right? Revenge is as simple as I want to pay back the pain you gave to me. So it can be as simple as a John Wick right? or as kind of long and twisted and convoluted is like old boy right right where this is such a sick long game right that the pain you cause me can't be expressed by me repeating your act of violence right i must put you through a living hell right so i mean to me it just it crosses genres and scope uh scope of severity of the revenge um it can be something like mean girls right like someone was mean to me and said mean words and now we want to make her feel bad about herself right um there's so many that I mean, even something as crazy as like network in a way can be a revenge movie, right? Yeah. This is him taking revenge on the systems that have, you know, brought him to this point. Sure. He's trying to wake us all up and destroy the thing that, you know, he was a part of. Uh I mean, I don't know. There but even something like we saw or I saw the devil, right? Mm-hmm. That is a insanely elaborate revenge plot. Right. And as you see, right, the the man seeking revenge becoming the thing that he hates the most and that almost re-traumatizes him. Yeah. I I just think it's such a fucking ripe field for narrative, right? Like who who has watched Falling Down and not been like, "Well, I've been there." Yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing too. That's like, just revenge on the universe, man. Right. That's revenge on the human race. That's what's so cool about especially a movie like, I mean, Falling Down is such a great example. Like Falling Down is such an awesome example of a revenge movie of be, needing just revenge on the world in general. Like the like God or whatever deity or whatever universal law you believe in has said fuck you so many times to the point where you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I am at the end of my arc. This is how I'm going out. Like that's what's so great about a movie <laughs> like uh, Falling Down, you know? Well, it's I mean, like I said, I think all of us feel this way all the time. And you're just smart enough to know, like, you have too much to lose or this and that. It, right. it never – revenge itself is such a a pointless concept. Yeah. But somewhere deep inside of all of us, we believe in revenge so fully, 
right? Like the higher brain says, no, no, this this isn't going to bring them back. It's not going to make it better. It's not right. going to stop my pain. But the lizard brain's like, die! <laughs> I love the fact that these movies are basically, these movies only speak to your baser level instincts. That's really all they're, that's, that's what, exactly what they're there for. So Pure catharsis. It, yeah. In the absolute purest form, it is, you know, it is, it is opioids from Viet. It is opi. It's opioids from Vietnam coming back, and it's blue. It's blue magic, man. That's all it is. It's blue magic. <laughs> no, man, dude. This this was a seed implanted in our fucking feral nature. Yes. Like this is back in like the 2001 era. We we were clubbing each other with fucking bones of our former meals, right? <laughs> like this is how we survive, man. Like there there is a primal nature to this that you have taken something from me. I must return absolutely and take something from you. But once you take what we're fighting over and you turn it into like invisible scars and emotions and things like that, it can get really interesting, really fucking fast. Absolutely. That's when it gets. And yeah. I think cool. that's the thing, right? Movies, movies are where we go to escape our reality. They're where we go to not feel the things we feel. And I think revenge serves that concept in the exact same way. Right. Absolutely. So it's almost, it's a double dose of, satiating some of our lesser natures right yep we're just gonna go sit and unplug from the world and not actively do anything to make our lives better this and that we're just gonna enjoy entertainment and it's entertainment about fulfilling these dark secrets that we keep to ourselves yes. it's the cellulose of wish fulfillment that's really what it is like you sit yeah, there I, and you watch a almost movie. every revenge movie to me is like there are genres of movies i don't love and kind of concepts and tropes in movies i don't always love uh i feel like most revenge movies are on average, that's probably one of my highest uh, percentiles of love. Right. I've never watched a revenge movie and thought, well, I didn't need to see that. Of course I needed to see that. I have fucking daily reminders of how badly <laughs> I need to see it. Like, Well, it's just, it's already starting ahead, right? Because you see something like The King's Speech and you're like, well, at worst, this guy's just still a stuttering, rich as fuck dude who has servants and lives in castles. <laughs> right. So, like, I just don't bond. Like, I don't bond that well to stories of, like, wow, rich people have it hard, too. Right. It's like, man, fuck those guys. I want to go falling down on the king's yard. You know what I mean? I mean, even like, like a, a every king- revenge movie, we all want to take revenge on things constantly. It's one of the most universal accepted kind of concepts, right? Because even horror, right? Like, we all fear universally, but we don't always fear the same way, right? Like, right. for some people, they like the slasher film. Others, like, eh. Maybe not hostile, maybe not, uh, you know, religious whore. There are different kinds in comedy, all this and that. Every single person understands and wants revenge. It might be one of our most universally shared experiences. Absolutely. Next to, like, love, I would say revenge is probably the second strongest second strongest universal Oh, emotion. no. Love, love is only revenge against loneliness, my friend. Oh, so you're saying revenge is the only emotion. I, I've always believed in Lovecraft, right? That everything comes, our deepest, basest, original feeling is fear. It's all from fear. Love and revenge and this and that. It's all from fucking fear. So, yeah, I totally believe that. That's, and I'm like, yeah, we. I think it's easier for all of us to relate to revenge even than love. That explains a lot. Because even the unloved of the world, right? Yeah. They want revenge. <laughs> they want to take revenge on people who've created the world where they can't be loved. <laughs> All right. What what are what are the movies we're watching, Griffey? All right. So we got we got some good ones. Uh again, this is such a thick and dense 
uh, theme that I know we're going to miss a lot of the classics that people want. But we've chosen some that we think will be really fun to talk about. Uh, first up, 2005's Hard Candy. Oh, yeah. Ellen Page, Patrick Wilson. This was kind of the first, I think this was the first big like moment I noticed Ellen Page. And you're like, oh, fuck, man. This, is, this actress is something different. This is a movie my wife watched once and refuses to watch again. Like she is like actively <laughs> against. She's actively against. See, that's it. so funny because I thought like women audiences must have watched that movie and been like, "Fucking finally!" I think it was just so just upsetting in some ways. It's 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 fucking intense. Like this movie, this movie trades intention yeah. uh, at a level that most movies do not. It's it's intense all the fucking way through. Right. Um, and the fact that the one seeking revenge is the one who is normally the most vulnerable and victimized is such a fun inversion on a normal revenge tale. It's pretty um, I fucking love Hard Candy. It was one of those movies you kind of, you saw without a lot of information when I when I went in, and it was just like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was just my initial reaction. I walked out of the theater. It's like you're wiping sweat from your brow. Like, yeah. oh my God, that was fucking kick It's super intense. Like, yeah, it's a mar- it's one of those movies you walk out of like you just ran a marathon. Like, it's it's intense. It's brutal. Yeah, and I, I think to me the inversion is a nice uh, slight deviation from normal revenge. Ellen Page's performance is just fucking earth shattering. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I still think she's one of the most talented actresses we have. And this was a fun, like, bursting onto the scene moment. So I, I think Hard Candy is a great addition to the list. Agreed. Uh, next, we're going back to 1971 with Billy Jack. Woo! Uh, or as I call him, more badass Rambo. <laughs> this is what I mean. Billy Jack has a scene when he's like, it's time to go fucking whoop some ass. What's he do? Takes his shoes and socks off. If you are ever in a fight and the guy's like, hold on a sec, and takes his shoes and socks off, shoes are designed to protect our feet from harm. If this guy's willingly removing those shoes, you are fucking dead. (laughs) You are in huge trouble. Never fight a man who's willing to take off his weapons. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, Billy Jack, uh, I believe he's a Green Beret. This is Vietnam era, right? So he's caught between uh, the small town, conservative, old whites, and the young hippy dippy commune up above. Um, it has a really cool little personal igniter for the tension. And it, it becomes this this small battle of micro revenges, right? Right. Like, oh, you did this crime, so I'm gonna embarrass you and take your manhood. Now I'm gonna go fuck with these people. Oh, now you gotta get fucked up. Uh it's just it's this very fun escalation film. Right. Right? And Billy Jack among everything is the film we need in today's political America more than ever. <laughs> Absolutely. If there's ever been a time when I have identified more with Billy Jack where it's like, God damn, that fucking town of old whites and red hats, that's gross. <laughs> then you look on and you're like, oh, man, that fucking commune of hippies that think they can fucking reach the masses through improv uh, emotion training. Dear God. <laughs> and here we are. We're just left in the middle as these lone shoeless warriors. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> but Billy Jack, yeah, it's kind of got... This is a little bit of a precursor to Rambo-ish. It's kind of political. Uh, very, very fucking fun movie. And it has one of the more iconic scenes, later stolen by, by MacGruber. Uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, we're going with Denzel, baby. 
Uh, The King, Denzel Washington. We are going with 1998's Fallen. I love this movie. This movie was a movie I saw, like, by accident on television one day, and I just fucking fell in love with it. Like, not only does it have just an incredible cast, like, it's Denzel, Elias Coteas from our favorite film, The Prophecy. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, James Gandolfini. Like, these is it's a great cast. My favorite, one of my favorite actors ever, John Goodman. John Goodman, like, with just a fucking powerhouse performance yeah, in this one. The movie, though, itself is just so, it, again, like, the revenge aspect of this movie is so interesting and it's a little more complicated than what it's a little more in it's a little more inverse than i think we're used to seeing we actually had a listener already claim this is not a revenge already tried to dismantle on the episode nice try chad yeah but but this is this is the powerful as it were striking back at revenge for hurting his fragile sense of ego almost yes right this is a timeless uh, creature of misery. I'm so excited. Has a slight man. detour, right? He finds maybe a worthy opponent. Yeah. Um, and through that becomes consumed with destroying this opponent's life. Uh, to me, that's revenge, plain and simple, my friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Fallen is one of those people who know me. Know my mom always had a huge... My grandma had the biggest collection of movies because she would just... Her entire wall of her trailer was just blank VHS tapes, and she would record every movie off a TV that she could. So she would have, like, two and a half movies on every cassette, and that was, like, 1,000 cassettes. Jeez. And then later, my mom has a huge movie collection, right? My mom, while not a cinephile, is a person who always fucking loved movies. Right. Right? Like, she's not, like, a pretentious cinephile. She's just a pure lover of movies. Right. And Fallen is one of those movies where my mom's like, hey, you got to watch this with me. You never saw this? This is so good. And I was like, oh, great. What kind of black stallion level bullshit are we about to watch now? <laughs> and then Zayna whips out Fallen, and I'm like, holy fuck, she's right. This is one of my favorite movies. I, I still, to this day, I love everything about Fallen, man. It's great, man. And you hit it. It's like it's like this amazing fucking concept, very simple cat and mouse revenge game with a fucking stellar cast. Yeah. Uh this one is another one of those often overlooked, and it shouldn't be. No. This movie is fucking awesome. Not only that, great detective uh, And movie. finally, oh, sorry. Yeah, and detective vibes, man. If you like cops and detectives, this is a good one. Finally, we're wrapping up with Lady Snowblood. Woo! Uh, this one is so fucking good, man. Uh, when it popped up on Filmstruck, I was so excited. This is... You can see this. This is essentially kind of the the precursor to what would later become Kill Bill, right? Yeah. So often imitated, uh, this movie sets a lot of trends. You can tell the visual storytelling in this movie is something that has been emulated ever since, right? It's this fucking beautifully shot, almost fairy tale of violence of this woman just seeking revenge and and it's a long tale of revenge, right? This is a long, hard road to earn that revenge. Right. Uh, just a fucking purely beautiful movie. So fucking good. So excited to share that with you guys. Uh, so that's it, guys. That is the pod takes revenge month. Again, that's Hard Candy, Billy Jack, Fallen, Lady Snowblood. If what you, did we miss? Yeah, if you guys what have did one. we miss? What are your favorite revenge movies? If you suggest the revenant um you'll be banned from the show i'll find a way to make sure you can't listen to the show anymore. 
No, you won't. I'll sick that bear on Alex. <laughs> no, but I won't. I won't watch. I the love Revenant. the Revenant. Did you? Are you saying on the air that you didn't love the Revenant? I'm saying I don't want to sit for another three hours to watch the Revenant. That's all. Oh, they're gonna take your pretentious movie guy membership away. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. I just did. I know. Mine just got revoked earlier in the episode for talking shit about the king and his speech. <laughs> yeah, seriously, we're. Our pretentious movie guy cards are being revoked this up this uh, just in this intro. Yeah, there's episode. a minute I was like, I no. want to take revenge on Colin Firth for wasting part of my life. <laughs> but no, I just don't want to watch The Revenant. But it is no, a, I'm just kidding. That movie was great. It is a great movie though. Um, yeah, sure. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> The Revenant will not be viewed. But if you have another one, let us know. I want to know if there's one like, I'm sure there's one in the '80s that I have not seen that I thought I you know. Uh, the I think that was like eighty percent of eighties movies were revenge. There movies. is a there's a Den, so Denzel did the remake. We've already done some revenge movies. Orca might be the best revenge movie of all time. True, but Denzel did the remake of Man on Fire. I finally saw. I saw like a couple years ago. I saw the original with Scott Glenn, and I think it actually might be better. But I don't know. What possibly? We'll see. No, I mean, there's like, there are so many classics. I, I already know some of them you guys will say. I'm excited to see what you come up with. Me too. As always, guys, thank you for your support uh, here at Film Alchemist. We're, we're still a new show. All of that stuff helps a lot. Rate, review. Uh, more importantly, man, grab a friend who hasn't seen or has and loves one of the movies we watch. Watch the fucking movie with them. Join the talk with us, man. That's the best way to bring more Alchemist down into this uh movie magic dungeon here with us please uh we we see that you guys are helping us out and we appreciate it immensely it is really heartening to see that you like hearing us john about these movies that we like because we have a good time doing it and it's we're just glad that you guys enjoy it as well yeah and we'd hate to have to take revenge on you that's like really yeah. don't make me give way to my baser level instincts and just straight yeah old, that's right i don't want to old boy. i don't want to old boy anyone the, the beginning of the movie. Not Don't the, make us not, the Revenant, Not, not the end. Don't make us the Revenant. <laughs> and we're babbling. That's it uh, from the Film Alchemist podcast. I'm your host, Josh Griffey. I'm Alex Dandino. 